0: Welcome back to another edition of the 1215 Club. It is my here in the mic. I'm joined by Eric, the big German, Dylan, the graphics guy, Marvin, the prince, my backroom comrade as always. And we're going to be joined by uh, today's guest host. I my, personally my favorite guest host, Ross Tucker. Uh, he spent some time with us today. He filled in for DP. Everything's fine with DP. He'll be back on Monday. Uh, so let's let's bring him right in. Ross. Thank you for joining us. Where are you right now?
2: Uh, I am on I-80 West, heading towards the Delaware Water Gap, although I need to get on uh, 287 to get me to 78. I don't know. Wherever I am, this is like a pretty decent-sized town I'm looking over at right now. I just got on I-80, so it's a pretty big town in Jersey. Yeah, you're probably somewhere in
0: North Jersey. I'd say like, oh yeah, I'm New Jersey. I yeah. just don't
2: know what town is. Here's my question for you, Mario. This is very important to me. Okay. I, I think it's Patterson, New Jersey. By the way, I think I think I, I'm I'm in Patterson, New Jersey.
0: P-town, right. yeah. I got some family right. in P-town. Mario or Mario? Uh, so <laughs> so so my parents say Mario. So I I'm gonna I always um go with that because they came up with the name and they decided to name me that. Um, it's evolved. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Did you watch the AUAA, Ross, uh, our basketball league? Or did no. Or you know anything about it? So we had a, a basketball league. No, I knew
2: about it. I knew about it. Yeah.
0: So I um, I, I infamously shot an air ball that lost us a chance to go to the championship uh, when we were up. So my name is now evolved into Maerio. Oh, so that's why God. when I introduce myself now, it's just my area, At least when it's related to Dan Patrick Show stuff.
2: So what's funny about that is I thought you were like nervous. Like I thought, I thought you were like my area. <laughs> little oh, yeah, were like, I thought you was like a stunner. I was like, wow, good start, Mario.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Dan oh, Dan calls so- me my area, and now I've just kind of, you know, at this point, I've just ran with the joke. And I'm just trying to become a part of the joke so it doesn't, you know,
2: get... No, no, that's the way to do it. So it's funny because you know, I'm from Pennsylvania and I never really heard anybody say Mario. Like, you know, where I grew up, okay, we all started playing Nintendo in the 80s and it was Super Mario Brothers. Like, everybody just knew it was Super Mario Brothers. Nobody said Super Mario Brothers. Like, it was Super Mario Brothers. But Certainly, New York City. I've noticed everyone from New York says Mario. Yep, it's, different, it's different around the country a little bit, but New York is 100% Mario. Yeah. Whereas, like, Pennsylvania, it's, it's Mario. Like you won't hear people say Mario. Kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, no, I have. So, my, like I said, my parents were all from New York City. And then I have some really good friends um, from the Philly area, that area, the Pennsylvania area. And they call me, and their parents call me Mario. So I guess uh, I guess, they're, I guess they're, you have a point. Maybe it's just a regional. Thing. Yeah, I don't
2: I, I don't. I think I think Mario might only be New York City. I, I don't know. <laughs> Ross, what was
0: your? This was your first time uh, coming to the New Man Cave. What was your favorite thing about uh, this New Man Cave?
2: Well, I was just blown away. I mean, watching you guys on TV or whatever, social media. I could tell it was bigger and better, but I had no idea it was that. I mean, that thing is incredible. That it, it that blows away the old man cave so much; it's not even funny. I mean, yeah. in every single aspect of it, really awesome, really impressive. I would say um, it's hard. To, it's hard to not say the. Uh, you know, all the space you have for the basketball court and the football field. It's just like the mural, the Brady. I mean, that whole deal, it's hard to not say it's that.
0: Yeah, I think that, that would, I would say that's our favorite because we get to shoot around,
1: shoot hoops and whatnot. Uh, Dylan, you got a question for him? Um, so, uh, Ross, when was the last time that you were in the old man cave? Because I think I started here probably like two years ago, and I think one of the first days I uh, ever – Was with the show was a day that you were guest hosting.
2: So I think I gotta check, but I think believe it or not, the last time I filled in was like January second of twenty nineteen. Oh wow! Like I think it's been over two years, which you know, for Mario and (laughs) Eric, that must be that must be hard to think because it so. I've done it like over 30 times now. And there was a few years there where I was doing it like 10 to 15 times a year when Dan would do like Sports Jeopardy and stuff. so And I've done it in New York a bunch. So I've obviously done it a lot. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even realize until I was sending Eric something in the mail, email this week. I think it was January 2nd of 2019, which makes sense because I guess a couple months later you guys moved into the new man cave. And then after that, um, you know, I, I was not able to do it, fill in contractually for something else I had going on. And also then with the pandemic, I don't think Dan hasn't really taken that many days off. Like if you guys take off, it seems like the, the whole crew takes off and you guys are radio only.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's gone. And like you said, with the pandemic, we've kind of been taking off time altogether. Um, what's
2: your favorite part about it? You know, by, by, by the way, Mar, you know what's yep. funny about that? Yeah, I, I get all the time from people. What's Dan like? You know, what's Dan like? What advice does Dan give you? And I, I always say the same thing. I don't know. He's never there when I'm there. <laughs> now, in fairness, I, I go on with Dan as a guest a lot, and Dan's the man. And I've talked to him a couple times. And I've emailed with him before, so I do know what Dan's like. But people like they they don't get it that when I'm there, he's not. He's not the yeah. only reason I'm there is he's not. People are always like. They're always like perplexed. I'm like, dude, I'm filling in for him. He's away. <laughs> He's doing something. <laughs> like they don't get that part of it. Like, okay, what kind of advice to Dan, give you. I'm like, not much. He's not there.
0: <laughs> how did your relationship with the show start? Um, like, how did you even begin to to start teaching or uh, teaching, to, uh, start hosting the Dan Patrick show?
2: So um, I had like four or five years there where I did a lot of stuff for NBC sports network, you know, like Florio's pro football talk and stuff. So I was up in Stanford. I want to say, you know, I had a, I had a contract where I was, I had to be up there a hundred days a year for like oh, two wow. or three years. And so it just became a deal where that show was usually like at five o'clock at night or six o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So they would just say, hey, can you fill in for Dan in the morning? I'd be like, of course. It was actually beautiful. I'd fill in for Dan in the morning, take like an awesome nap, then I would work out, and then I'd do pro football talk at night with Florio, and then I'd be done. I'd do the same the next day, or I'd drive back to Pennsylvania or whatever. It was actually awesome. And so I guess I just kept filling in, and people seemed to like it. I, you know, I get like, I don't know, 99, 90 95% really positive reinforcement and reaction social media and stuff which is really high when you're filling in for someone you know what i mean like yeah people don't like when their guy is off people don't like when there's a fill-in like it really bothers them so the bar for them to like you is really high like they they don't want to like you they want their regular guy to be on it's not called the ross tucker show it's called the dan patrick show so to get, like, 90 95% positive feedback and only, like, 5%, 10% that don't like me or whatever, that's, that's a really good sign. I, I, I always am really happy with that because, like I said, you know, the default is to not be happy that your guy's not on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I, so I monitor. I do all the social media on our, on our show, and you're by far the favorite when it comes to fill-ins. You know, you have one or two, like you said, the, the outlier of the five percent. But for the most part, it's a generally a positive reaction. And I think a big part of that is because of um, the interactions that you have with the Danettes and how you, it's just a free flowing thing where you guys are kind of, you know, they're taking jabs at you. You're joking it with them. Um, which one would you say is your favorite Danette?
2: Well, uh, by the way, why does everybody always want to ask me that question? Why does everybody always want to put me on the spot <laughs> and try to try uh, try to try to get people mad at me? But, you know, I think, Mario, you make a good point about the Danettes. Like, I always come really prepared. I have these notes, blah, blah, blah. But I've done it so many times now, I know what happens. Five minutes in, I just start talking with the Danettes, and the show's over. Like, we just start talking about stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I do think that that, um, obviously, is something I really enjoy. But I think that that is sort of my competitive advantage over a lot of other fill-ins. Because usually when they're filling in, I think the Danettes are off as well. Mm-hmm. And so then that becomes really hard for those guys. At least with me, it feels sort of seamless for people. Yeah. Um, in, ter- in terms of the Danettes... I would say my number one guy is Fritzy. I just love Fritzy. I, I look, I love them all, but Fritzy is first of all. I don't know if people realize how good Fritzy is at his job. Like he is unbelie, he is a world class guest booker. It's a very hard job. He does it extremely well. But also, he's always the one that like gets kind of picked on. So I like that we have sort of a uh, kinship. Plus, I like when Fritzy gets me on as a guest, so I want I want to say Fritzy. I want him, the more he gets me on as a guest, the better. I, I, I the more I can get on, the better. A, it's a blast. B, there's obviously a big audience and social media, and I'm hoping some of them will check out my show, the Raw Sucker podcast, when they're not listening to Dan. So um, I'll go Fritzy as my top Danette.
0: Yeah, we have Fritzy on here pretty often. Uh, we use Fritzy uses this as a kind of a place to kind of vent. You know, whenever he's had a tough day or the guys have been, you know, giving him a little bit of crap, uh, he comes on with us and we just kind of give him the floor and he goes for about thirty minutes. Um, (laughs) Eric, you got a question for Ross?
3: Yeah, I I have two observations for Ross. First of all, Todd is a tremendous booker, but also one of the most odd people. And like, as much as the um, he gets made fun of on air, and and some of that's like a shtick like you know you get the emails i'm sure from him like i'm sure you'll join us in two minutes i'm sure you'll connect like the passive aggressive the lots of details i don't know if you get that ross as a guest or not but on our side it's like there's just so much detail that he i'm sure this will happen or who wouldn't want to do that he's very non-committal which i think does come into play and actually helps him in terms of his booking thing like yeah we'd love to have you on um not saying that we're going to have you on but so i don't know if you see that or not
2: yeah i do i guess i just he's such a sweetheart of a guy and he's a hard worker and his job is the hardest of them all you know because it's a pain in the butt to get people to come on you know like the the well-known people that he gets and you just have to be relentless and persistent and I guess I know what it's like to try to book people or like for shows. And I just appreciate him. And he's just such a kind hearted guy. And it seems like at times he's like the punching bag. He's punching bag number one. And then McLovin, a little bit's punching bag number two. Seaton and Paulie are never the punching bags. Now, maybe on some level, Fritzy and, and McLovin, you know, uh, put themselves in that position, you know, they both have things that are easy to kind of pick on, but I don't know. I was always the guy growing up that like defended the kids that were getting picked on by the bully. You know what I mean? Like when I saw bullies, I'd be like, Hey, stop saying that to him. You know, like stop, stop messing with that kid, you know? And they didn't want to mess with me. I I was kind of like the, uh, the defender of the picked on just because, I don't know. I'm, I'm not big on. I'm not big on picking on people. I just think, it, it, if you're picking on someone, it s- says something about you inside. You know, the only reason really you really pick on other people and make other people feel bad is because maybe you don't feel so great about yourself. Gosh, we're getting deep here.
3: Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Because honestly, you know, the other thing I was gonna say is a little feather in Paul's cap. I mean, the reason that you got to eat six uh, Bratwurst today is because your your friend Paul Paps was like, Ross Tucker's here and that's what we need to do is brats and lots of mustards. And a special trip was taken to get all the mustards for you and we got the brats. So, you know, a little, a little uh, feather in the cap of Paul Paps towards uh, Ross Tucker's favorite Danette No, dinner.
2: I, I love, honestly, I love them all. I, I think I was on a show one time and I said Seton number one. And I said that primarily because A, Seton's awesome but B, Seen's the one, like, I'm the least close with, right? So I know McLovin going back to the Sports Illustrated days. So I've known him for a while. We got the Ivy League thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I know Fritzy because he's the one that always reaches out when he wants me as a guest. And then I know Pauly because Pauly's the one that reaches out when they want me to guest host or, like, we talk about topic ideas. Seen's the one that I don't really have any interaction with unless I'm there. Okay, so
0: it changes uh, daily, to say. or Every time you come into the studio, we can say that.
2: Honestly, I, I like them all. I think the more interesting rankings are the behind-the-scenes guys rankings. And
0: and that's what we were going to get to, Ross. You read my mind. I, I think, I mean, I think I've... No, Eric, you've known him pretty long, right? Back to your NBC days?
3: Yeah, Ross and I worked together close to 10 years ago on some of those shows at NBC, yeah, for sure. So so rank them who do you think who do you who do you got at the top Russ? ross
2: uh well so number one okay i was a big Allen, the it chef guy Ooh, still i saw, was a just, big Allen guy that's still a sore topic here ross oh really yep
0: why <laughs> i'm just busting his chops uh-huh. i know he listens every now and then so i like to uh Oh, god, it, got it, got it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, so he was just an awesome guy, and we would talk a lot about um, like nutrition and fitness and lifting and stuff. And I don't know. He seemed like he, he always mic'd me up or whatever. Um, I don't know. I didn't feel like I had as much interaction today. Was it Tyler? Tyler, yep. He's
0: the one who cooked the brats.
2: Yeah, so wait a minute. It's Tyler... Have a hat on, a backwards hat on today or no? Yes. Okay, who's the one that had no hat on, just like a blonde-haired kid? Uh, That's Weeks. Weeks. That's our camera operator. Weeks? Yes. And then there's Mario, Eric, Marvin, and somebody new I met today. Dylan. Yeah, so Dylan and Weeks. Dylan's last. I don't even know Dylan enough to have a rank. Wow! So Dylan's last. I don't. I just don't know him. Uh, Weeks is second to last. I don't know him that well either. Um, and then I'm going to put Tyler number one because he cooked the brats today. Mm, wow! And then it's de- it's it's debatable. Well, I didn't want to put the guys I've known the longest are Mario and Eric. So I didn't wanna I didn't want to put one of you one and not the other one. So Tyler's one because he cooks my brats and whatever. And then two and three. Oh, I forgot Marvin. I kind of like Marvin. Marvin looks <laughs> like he's Mar, Marvin looks like he served his country by playing high school football. I don't know if he did, but he looks like he did. Marvin so did. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go one Tyler two, Marvin. Marvin's just cool. And then Three and four are Mario and Eric. Um, Mario said I'd be on this for like ten minutes, and it's been like twenty something already. So, I think so, we're going. We're going on eighteen minutes, Ross. Okay. Okay. So you have it. You have it. You have it said. Okay. Yeah. And then, by the way, you know what's hilarious? So I have my ways on, right? Yeah. Because I don't know, like, it, there was an accident, so it took me a different way. Half the time you guys have been talking or asking me a question, she's been saying, turn right on 287 South. (laughs) So like, you guys are asking me these like really well thought of questions. I only hear like the last second of it. Um, But by the way, so here's my question. When she's telling me that, you guys, not only do you guys not hear that, but if I'm talking over that, I sound totally normal to you guys, right? You sound normal. We
0: have heard her chime in a little bit. She is uh, she is a, a guest on this podcast today as well.
2: Um, oh God! Okay, so you do hear her a little bit, a little okay. bit. But she sounds lovely, though. I maybe I should switch it next time. The boy band. You ever, heard, you ever heard the different ways voices? I'm so never never heard 80s boy band. music.
3: We need the 80s music version.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can have different things. You can have different music. So I'm gonna go. Um, Mario 4 and Eric 3, because I think Eric's who I was supposed to send my invoice to.
3: I was going to say that. uh, go. I'm going to change everything. I'm going to change everything.
2: I'm going (laughs) to go Eric 1. Eric 1, because money's more important than brats. Eric 1, Tyler 2, Marvin 3, Mario, don't call me Mario 4, Meeks or Weeks or whatever 5, and dylan who i just met today six am i missing anyone
0: no uh the rob the intern you he but again right the intern so you can put him last that he's works.
2: last yeah he's he's after dylan. i don't even know who that I'm is
0: cl- i'm climbing up the ladder already <laughs> 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 so uh as you mentioned ross you can catch you ross the uh, ross tucker football podcast where can we listen to that
2: yeah, anywhere those podcasts are found, um, and I also have a YouTube page now. So if you just want to check out like the highlight clips of any of my shows, go to YouTube.com/slash Ross Tucker NFL. Because I got a sports betting one called Even Money. I got a fantasy one called Fantasy Feast. But Ross Tucker Football Podcast is the one that I do three to five times a week that people can check out if they're missing me when I'm not when I haven't been on the Dan Patrick Show in a while.
0: And now they can catch you on Chat Row. You've been active on Chat Row, chopping it up with uh, all our fans in there. How'd that come about?
2: Uh, so, Ryan in Honolulu is a big fan, very supportive. And he told me, I had never even heard of Chat Row. Mm-hmm. And he's like, You should check out Chat Row. Like, we love it. You guys never really promote or advertise Chat Row. How do all these people even know about it? How are they all on there?
0: Well, it started. So, you know, when we went on our own about a year ago, we were on YouTube first. So we were streaming live on YouTube and that has like a comment section or like a chat room kind of section. And we noticed that a ton of people would just chat in there and then it just turned into a thing of giving them a name. Um, They ended up being chat row. But then when we moved over to Peacock, that community had grown so large that we wanted to kind of keep that camaraderie intact. Uh, So we made like another little chat room on our website. Um, So it was big once we had moved, like initially when we moved over to Peacock, Dan was promoting it a bunch. But now it's, you know, we just it's kind of been the same group in there. So um, but I think we're going to be pushing it a little bit more in the coming weeks with some changes
2: coming. You know what I like, by the way, about uh, the Peacock thing is you can watch it on demand so easily. Yeah. You know, like I'll, tonight, tonight my wife will want to watch something else. I'd be like, no, nope, you got to see me singing. You got to see me singing in the second segment.
0: <laughs> That's all over. I put it all over social media. So a lot. of I people love it. I love that.
2: it, man. I, Dude. I mean, it's funny. 90% of the people love it and laugh and realize I'm just having a good time. And five percent are like, get this clown off. Like, what is the, what is this? Like. This is not sports um, talk radio.
0: Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know.
2: I, I, I don't take myself too seriously. I mean, I'm 42. I, I've had both my dream jobs growing up come true. Like, I got to play in the NFL. Now I get to just be in the media. I've never had a real job. If you see me on the Ross Tucker podcast, I'm wearing flip-flops, mesh shorts, and some type of T-shirt, talking about football from my detached garage and we get a lot of listeners, it's uh, good business for me, and then I get to do games on the weekend in the fall, like, I don't know man, I, I'm, I'm very, very, and I said this at the end of the show today, I'm just very thankful, grateful for all of these opportunities, including anytime I can come home with you guys, because it's just such a blast, and you guys make it so much fun, the Danettes just make it so easy, and obviously you guys have a really big following, which makes it cool too.
0: Yeah, and we appreciate every time you come on, you keep things going when the boss DP is not around. Um, It's a lot of fun. Thank you for coming in today. I hope you enjoyed those brats. You kind of made your own little invention. How's that working out, the brats in the car?
2: Awesome. Yeah, I crushed them about 20 minutes in. I mean, when you have a plate and the mustard, things can get messy and it's unruly. So I went with the cup today. Because the cup fits right in the cup holder. There is no plate holder in a car, No, nope. but there is a cup holder in a car. So to put them in a cup, the brats are the perfect shape to stand on their end in the cup. And then if you put the mustard at the bottom, it's very easy. It was almost like fun dip. Remember fun dip back in the day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, except, you know, instead of like a stick and sugar, I had a brat and mustard. And it was I was just dipping the brat in the must I mean I had four brats and a bunch of beans so I am stuffed and uh yeah it's probably not going to probably not going to make it all the way home on this drive but <laughs> it was worth it
0: You're an innovator Ross Tucker you are an innovator and I'm sure I mean I'm going to start using that now uh on my road trips It's trip,
2: genius so. for the takeaway it, it's a genius takeaway for brats it really is Thank you for that idea.
0: I'm sure other people, if you guys, you know, doing it, send Ross a picture, tweet at him, let him know that he helped you, uh, you know, eat on the road. Um, That's all we got for you, Ross. I know we took more of your time than we expected to, but we appreciate you coming on with us and chatting it up a bit.
2: Honestly, dude, my pleasure. Love you guys. Love being on. Love Dan's audience. Please do me a favor. uh, Check out, one of my shows, Ross Tucker football podcast, or check out YouTube. I'd really appreciate it at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. Love you guys. See ya. That was
0: Ross Tucker, former NFL lineman, the Ross Tucker podcast. He filled in for DP today on the show. Uh, He ate, he, that man can put down brats. He can put down brats. What Eric, what are you shaking your head at?
3: Yeah. Homeboy took two brats and like two (laughs) scoops of beans He ate that and then went back on the air for like 10 minutes, which in and of itself is a feat. Then he went back and I believe he took three, if not four more brats for the road and ate those within 20 minutes of leaving here. I don't know how he's made it into New Jersey. Like, I mean, that's just a lot of rich food right there.
0: He's a former NFL lineman. What do you Yeah, Former. he's, He's lost a lot of
1: weight. That's Odd would be way- marooned on the side of the highway right now. I <laughs> Poor Ty- Ty- I mean, but Tyler's been doing a good job. He prepared last week. He did
0: this week. Um, Eric, do you foresee him taking over me Friday going forward?
3: <laughs> I love Tyler. Let me just start it with that. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of indecision with what Tyler does. Um, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces. Um And, uh, I think he might have to figure out a way to just say, this is what we're doing and then do it and then not change his mind. For instance, today we had, um, it was Paul, Tyler weeks and myself, and we sat down and we went over, you know, what look-ins we were going to do, have Paul do stuff in and what specifically needed to be done and all this stuff. And then Tyler just changed it. and didn't tell anybody. And, um, so it, it was fine, right? Ultimately, everybody got their food and it all mm-hmm. worked out and Traeger got their segment and that ultimately Meet Friday is, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a nightcap, so to speak, except it's at noon. But, um, you know, it's a way to celebrate, you know, a successful week, five shows, 15 hours of content created. And, um, you know, so it, it all happened and, and obviously Traeger's a sponsor. So I want to make sure that we get their, their plug in and, and, uh, all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was just, I think Tyler needs to, come up with get rid of some of his indecision
0: does anybody else here want to uh throw their hat into the rink as far as meet friday maybe maybe i don't know
3: eric i I definitely would do it except i'm directing and i actually Mm -hmm. even talked to dan i was like maybe if you put like a hood above the switcher then i could have like a (laughs) little grill next to me and then i can like do all that (laughs) stuff but it's it's unrealistic but but i do um i would love to do it just uh I, I did it before the old studio. I, I did it here once or twice. Um, I used to do it when we went on the road, spe- specifically out in LA Yeah, and some of the Super Bowl stuff. I would cook like for, you know, a hundred, 150 people uh, uh, when we went to go to LA and we were still with AT&T. Mm-hmm. Um, so I certainly have experience and, and like doing it, but I cannot direct the show and cook as well.
0: Dylan, I know that you've been advocating to um, get in on the action. Make your case.
1: I have. So, well, I don't want to steal any of Tyler's valor here because he has done a good job. But um, I would definitely volunteer to do some meat Friday stuff. I actually ha- I have some experience. I did it a couple days when Alan was in uh, Miami or something like that. And I, I everything went well. Everyone's still here, still breathing. Um, but so you're just stating a resume.
3: Yeah. What did I you don't know. Did I think burgers, like, right? That's all you did, though, right? Or no? Well, there's
1: always burgers on the grill, but okay, that's besides gotcha. the point. Um, no, I did like, I actually, I made a I I cooked like a couple of those Snake River Farm flank steaks and Alan got mad because he wanted them or like he wanted mm-hmm. to cook them, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I, I definitely, it's tough logistically for me to do like on the Friday, but I could definitely do some of like, like Tyler's been basically doing the pre-prep on Thursday. So I'll throw my hat in the ring. Well, if Dan, all. if you're listening, um, Dylan
0: wants to get in. I know you weren't here today, but he wants to get on the action. I guess it's ultimately Dan's decision. So um, maybe you made a good case. Maybe you didn't. Well, no, we'll see next week or in the next couple of weeks if you're out there grilling it up.
1: Although I'll leave some like hints around, you know, I'll be just cooking outside <laughs> randomly on like a Tuesday and be like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Marvin, you can't
0: talk. So Marvin's having uh, headset issues today. Um, he's giving thumbs up right now. He's sitting with us listening, and he tried talking a couple of times, but he's just having some headset issues. So you did it. you're didn't. you wondering where Marvin is. He's here physically, uh, but vocally he cannot be on the podcast today. Um, that's it. It was a long week. I'm ready to take Saturday, Sunday, relax, come back. Next week can be even longer because it's March Madness. Big gambling week. It is the best March Madness. I don't care what anybody says is the best sporting event of the year. Day one, (laughs) the round of 64. The two first days are the best is the best sporting event of the entire year. Super Bowl, the Masters, anything you can throw anything against it. It is the first two days of March Madness. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, So, yeah, that's all we got this week for my For Dylan the graphics guy Marv the prince who was pseudo here and Eric the big German we want to thank Ross Tucker again for filling in and coming on with us after the show we'll catch you guys next week